Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. That's Vince Tagliavia over there, my co-host for the night. That was Vin J, Sweet Dreams Remix, and uh, I think something we all needed to hear. I think that was spot on. 
And you know what? I, I think uh, I'm forgetting who it was, but someone posted that on the social red pill earlier. And I'm like, I'm playing that tonight. That's hey, awesome. I'm, I'm digging that music group, man. I'll throw up. I'll go in there once in a while and throw some stuff on during my day. It's nice. Heck yeah. Good addition to the app. But uh, for those just joining us, this is the daily dose. This is where we unfold the global conspiracy. This is about what's happening in the world and why we all need to wake up and open our eyes to what is truly going on behind the scenes. And listen, you know, we see various types of good news coming in and out uh, of the news media. But at the end of the day, these globalist plans are still progressing. They're still moving forward and it's still happening. And this is never going to stop unless we stand up. And I, I put this out there a few weeks ago. I said, uh, the rest of the world is waiting for America to rise up, for the American people to rise up. And I had quite a few people in Europe write back and say, that's exactly right. We yeah. are waiting for Americans to rise up and start protesting in their street and start kicking some ass. I think, and, I think that's true. And I think that there are things in place to prevent that from happening, like Antifa and BLM and fear. Yep. And hello, everybody out there. I see Melissa caught us again. Very cool. Thank you for liking that show, Dark Delight Show, uh, this morning with me and Jim Price. Uh, uh, Lori, appreciate that. And listen, this show is called Civil Unrest and Disobedience. And... When we start looking at how our founders envisioned this country, they understood that corruption and greed and the, the love of power would rise up against any form of government. And eventually, if that was allowed to take hold, the people would be enslaved again and under the rule mm. of a tyrant. And Thomas Jefferson, he, he believed that there would be a revolution to keep this republic every hundred years. A hundred years after the founding of this country, we had the first American revolution or the first American civil war. And that wasn't really a revolution for freedom, was it? It was a revolution fighting against tyranny and tyranny won in that because that's what really brought about the idealism of taking loans out from foreign countries, which they were doing before, but not at that extent. And then, you know, we're now here, what, 200 and, and so years away from, yeah, 230 years away from the founding of this country. And we haven't had a revolution to make these politicians remember that their power derives from the consent of the people, the consent of the governed. You know and what? They, what's that? That's very true. Very true. And I was just going to make a little joke and say that maybe the reason why, uh, fake president well he's actually the president but illegitimate president biden doesn't spend much time at the white house is because abraham lincoln comes back and haunts him <laughs> <laughs> what you doing joe i'm sorry war. <laughs> but you know when i think about this is that yeah. we have to be smart with our words and and very structured and smart with our actions and nobody in their right mind is going to go out there and call for a civil war or violent civil disobedience. Nope, no, nobody. Especially, especially if it could be done without violence, which would just be the best. Well, that's case the thing. Scenario. It can be. Yeah. And that's the thing is it can be. And I know a lot of people are out there like, I got my guns loaded. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, dude, yeah, me too. But you know what? That's not how you fight this enemy. That's not how you fight this. Look, firstly, 
Look at how China and Russia and the BRICS nations are fighting this enemy. Economically, everything that they do derives from the financing means to do so. Yes, right? man. That's huge. Let's face it. If one day George Soros, Bill Gates, Fauci, the Biden crime family somehow were six feet under, let's say they all had heart attacks at the same time, uh, just hypothetically, or something else, whatever, they're taking off the game board, this is still going to continue. They might be the faces that we see, but they are not the ones holding the strings. It's going to continue. So That's right. It's a, it's a different war. It's a different style of warfare in order to make an impact. It's not just one single face of a problem. Right. And, and you know, the last few days I've been talking a lot about constitutionality of, of laws. Um, and the majority of the laws here in the United States of America that fall under the U.S. code and that derive from that um, are not constitutional. And people yeah. can say, well, you know, the, the government has the right to make public safe. Fuck that. No. You, you I know don't what? want safety. Yeah, no, no. You, you know what? We all want safety, but let safety be in the hands of the well-informed and well-armed citizen. Yeah, I don't want safety with a caveat or safety with uh, expectations. Right. You know, you don't see massive gang violence in heavily armed cities and towns in the United States of America. But you're going to find it all over the place in gun-free zones. You're going to find it all over the place in blue cities. And, you know, we have to rethink the idea of what a revolution really means. Because let's say that there is a violent revolution in this country. And, and the people rise up and they begin, you know, taking politicians to the stake. And they take them to the guillotines. They take them to firing squads or whatever. And they hold them responsible. But then who rises up out of that level of extremism? Yeah, you almost have to have something more than just that. You have to have a change of perspective for a majority of the people. Well, not only that is, here's the thing, mm -hmm. is the, the top dog in that situation is going to win the power. And that's not necessarily mm -hmm. going to be the right people, right? And so in that type of, of, of armed, violent revolution... What's going to come out of that is just more extremism and more chaos. You're, you're not going to have anything that's ever going to be substantiated or done. Th this is why we need a multi-structured pathway to restoring the United States of America to what it truly was meant to be. And this comes by the people flexing their power through civil disobedience in nonviolent ways. And people are like, well, how do we do that, Josh? How do we do that? Well, the easiest way to do that is stop funding the freaking system. And I've been talking about this since the beginning, is that we need to set a precedent. We need to go out there, get their attention, and say, look, this is our list of demands. Well, who are you? We're 80 million people in the United States of America is who we are, right? We're 80 million people. And you're either going to do what we're asking you to do, or that's it. It's over, and we're going to pull all of our money out of the system. Well, how are you going to do that? The banks will just shut down. Oh, well, that's good to know. Well, guess what? We won't be putting any back in because it's not necessarily the deposits in the banks that keep the banks going. It's the cash flow coming into the banks every week that do. Interesting. Yeah, we won't participate in the system, and uh, I think it's possible, man definitely do. Yeah. And so we need to rethink 
what it means to be a revolution, what it means for civil unrest and civil disobedience. Because here's the thing, is there's people right now preparing for a war on multiple fronts. They're preparing for World War III. They're preparing for a war with the left. They're preparing for a political war. And most people are just looking for ways to survive. And that is no level of stress that anybody needs to be in. And that's nothing that we should be looking at right now in this country. And so, you know, every word that we say right here is being monitored and recorded. And I really don't give a shit, to be honest. I, I don't care that they're recording me, okay? This is public information. They can record and take record of this all they want, okay? But the thing I don't, don't enjoy is the fact that they will build a profile on me. And then later on down the road, if I decide to do something, they will utilize this content. They will cut and paste what they want into the ways that they want it and make it look like I'm a bad guy to attack my character. It's exactly what they did with Donald Trump. That's what they do with all politicians they don't like. <laughs> yeah. And we need to get rid of this crony system. We need to get rid of both sides of the deep state. The establishment needs to go. And this is the conservatives and this is the Democrats. They both need to go. And what we need is we need a system that is free from the financial incentivization of politics, of making laws and policy. That needs to just go. We need to get, completely get rid of it. And, and here's the thing is the United States of America is never going to make one iota of progress forward as a republic as long as you have a lobby as long as you have PACs, as long as you have politicians being able to take in as much money as they want from anybody, foreign countries, corporations, businesses, special interest. As long as you have that, we will never be free as a people because our voice, our votes do not matter. Think about this. Dominion, Dominion voting systems, lobbies to Congress. Like, yeah. how, how absurd do you have to get? Dominion voting systems lobbies the Congress to get contracts. And then they're the ones that whose machines run the voting. It, come on now. You, you know, what? where's the lobby for the people? Well, we have special interest groups at the NRA. The NRA has fucking failed the people a long ass time ago. Okay. Listen, what we need is we need the people to rise up and say, hey, this is our lobby. Well, you guys need to go register. Fuck you registering. We're American citizens. Okay, well, what do you guys want? Well, how about this? You either do what we say or we're going to hold you accountable. Are you going to hold us accountable? We have the Department of Justice. Fuck around and find out. And it starts very subtly. First thing we're going to do is we're going to turn off all of our taxes. We're no longer paying income tax. We're no longer paying state tax. The second thing we're going to do is we're turning off all our direct deposits to the top six big banks. And that will be effective immediately. You know what? You might not, Banks might close down and allow you not to pull your money out, but you have the option of shutting them down so your deposits don't go back in there. And once 20, 30 million Americans do that, guess who's going to listen? Congress is going to be like, we're sorry. We're listening now. What did you want again? And watch how fast things actually get done when you begin to defund their corrupt system. And I'm telling you, like, I, I'm just blown away that they've continued to be as corrupt. Like, 
if if Joe Biden, this was 1970 and this was Joe Biden, he would have resigned in disgrace and, and been put in jail for what he did. Yeah. I mean, this is just absolute insanity. And the fact that Congress was like, well, we're going to investigate it. Fuck you. Like, like, no, this is not about investigating. You have direct evidence of crimes being committed. Why are you waiting for investigations in Congress, public hearings, before you issue an arrest warrant? Like, if this was an American citizen, you just give this to the FBI. Two days later, they got a warrant from the judge, and that dude's getting arrested and thrown in jail. What, because he's a president? It's a little bit different? Because it's a president's son, it's a little bit different? Fuck that. We don't play these double standards in this country, and we shouldn't. And here's the thing, is if any member of Congress or the Senate has incriminating information on another member of Congress or the president of the United States, which puts our country at risk, you be- damn well better turn that over to the DOJ, and you better have open investigations onto the DOJ's investigation. Every week, public hearing, DOJ, what have you done on this? Oh, well, we haven't done much. Well, guess what? You're fired. You're fired. Well, you can't fire me. You're Congress. Oh, watch this. Hey, I need 80 million Americans to go outside the FBI building and demand this person be fired. Watch what happens. And guess what? Quite a few million would show up. And then the next FBI agent comes in and says, well, I was told not to do something because of Merrick Garland. 80 million U.S. citizens show up to the FBI building and say, Merrick Garland's got to go. Merrick Garland's gone. Guess what? Someone else comes in. This is how we do it in a nonviolent fashion. But here's the thing, is when we show up in this nonviolent fashion, when we show up at this level of civil disobedience, okay, yeah. if our government turns on us, very similar to what's happening in France right now, yes, that's fuck around and find out. Because I guarantee you, they do not want to be at the wrath of the American citizen when their own government turns on them. They do not want to be that politician in office when that happens. No. Right. I mean, because here's the, 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 left, the left is going to storm the streets and burn down businesses and beat innocent people with clubs. The right are going to organize in groups of five and ten. And they're going to freaking William Wallace some shit in the middle of the night. If people know what I'm talking about with William Wallace, that's what the right's going to do. That's what the, that's what the right will do. Some, All right. Yeah, man, there's a lot of people out there. And I don't know William Wallace's story, but I think I know what you're getting at. Well, you should go watch the William Wallace scene where he uh, he he takes out the senator or the the councilman. Yeah. Okay. You should go check the scene out. He he kicks down his door while the guy was sleeping in the middle of the night mm. with his horse and walks in there with a ball uh, ball and chain. Ooh. Oh yeah. All right. Market yells to Yellen. Fuck off. Where's Jenny? Fed's Yellen expects a new financial crisis in our lifetime. Deleted from paragraph 22. As I said last week, the U.S. banking system is sound. The federal government's recent actions have demonstrated a resolute commitment to take the necessary steps to ensure depositors' savings remain safe. New paragraph on March 23rd. As I have said, the, we have used important tools to act quickly to prevent a contagion. As they are tools we could use again, the strong actions we have taken ensure the American deposits are safe. Certainly, we'd be prepared to take additional actions if warranted. But she removed the U.S. banking system as sound, sparking total chaos. 
Banks saw some hope-filled pre-market gains battered lower with regional banks suffering most. Yellen chain, uh, Chain's remarks sparked a brief recovery, but that didn't last long until bank stocks tumbled back towards their lows. Uh, FFWM, PACW, Zion Key, FRC dominated a downturn. European banks have generally narrowed somewhat on the CS debacle, but not uh, that short-dated CDS move. What started as a, a, a rally, a relief rally overnight with multiple CNBC anchors signing comfortably what that the worst must be over and that the markets just needed time to digest how dovish Powell was ended in an utter shit show. The Nasdaq, S&P, and Dow all ramped after the U.S. Cr- cash open, erasing the post-Powell losses. But that was all she wrote in the Europe close. Everything everywhere went just a little bit turbo as stocks collapsed below yesterday's lows. The last 30 minutes saw a bounce to zero DTE traders unwound earlier negative delta float at a profit, and the S&P bounced off technical support. But overall, the U.S. majors remained lower than the pre-Pal Yellen levels. Uh, What is this telling you guys? What do you think this is telling people? We're going downhill. Oh, yeah. Nothing can stop what's coming. Oh, yeah. This is a Viraj Patel. Yellen's the head fake. Remember, Europe is the most crowded, overweight in equity and shortened bonds. That's where the biggest liquidation capitulation risk lie. ECB won't be hiking or holding its Fed is in deep easing cycle. One of these curves look wildly wrong, the euro, the dollar. And that's the Fed curve right there. Uh, We are headed towards market implies rates 95 basis points lower than the Fed. Mm-hmm. This isn't God. Yeah. She's opening her mouth. She's saying all the right things, but the market is awake. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No sound. I haven't I haven't watched John Wick. Do you watch John Wick? Do I watch it? No. Yeah. Do you watch the movies John Wick? Oh, I have seen them. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never seen them. I've never watched them before. Uh, the Fed balance seat surges by another $100 billion amid bank runs as foreign repos soar by record and cash floods into the reverse repo money market. Much-awaited release of the Fed's latest weekly balance sheet update was released at exactly 4.30 p.m. And not surprisingly, it showed that the past week, the bank bailout continued it at a less torrid pace. March 22nd, the Fed's balance sheet increased to $94.5 billion to $8.5 Seven three four trillion from eight point six three trillion, which it uh, in turn was a two hundred ninety seven billion dollar increase from the previous week when the bank crisis started. In total, the Fed's balance sheet has increased by three hundred ninety three billion in the past two weeks, and fast approaching its all time high of eight point nine five trillion one year ago when uh, quantitative tightening kicked in. The shrank the Fed's assets by six hundred billion. Looking at the actual reserve components that were provided by the Fed, we find that the Fed backstop facility borrowings were roughly flat around $164 billion, but the com- composition shifted as usage of the discount window dropped by $42 billion. Okay, like, <laughs> here's your sign, right? Largest yeah. job website lays off thousands of employees. It's rather ironic that while the unexpectedly weekly drop in initial jobless claims highlights the structural shortage of workers in the very tight labor market, internet job search platform Indeed plans to lay off approximately 2,200 employees representing 15% of its workforce. That's a sign like when the, the internet job market king 
is laying off 2,200 people who are then going to go back and use their services. Walmart layoffs at fulfillment centers signal ominous sign for economy. Over the next three months, hundreds of workers at five Walmart warehouses handling e-commerce orders will be laid off. Walmart spokesperson told Reuters about 200 warehouse workers in Pedrick Town, New Jersey, and hundreds and others in Fort Worth, Chino, California, Davenport, Florida, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania locations were asked to find new jobs before summer due to the need of reduced headcount. Hmm, interesting. Biden's new clean energy law will cost roughly $1.2 trillion, three times more than the government forecast, according to Goldman Sachs. Um, okay, hyperinflation, anybody? Charles Schwab has enough liquidity if all bank deposits ran off, CEO says. You know what Charles Schwab Bank is trying to do right now? Well, uh, what? They're, they're trying to get depositors. They're trying to ensure to the <laughs> public that they're okay. So they said they have they have enough liquidity in case of all bank deposits ran off and the company wouldn't have to sell a single security. He told wall street journal, we felt we had already prepared for this type of thing. And maybe they have, uh, there would be a sufficient amount of liquidity right there to cover the 100% of our bank's deposits ran off without having to sell a single security in such an event. Schwab could collect interest on the bonds. It owns borrow from the federal home loan bank and issue certificates of deposits. He added, Oh, maybe Charles Schwab is a bank that people need to go look into. This is one of the big ones, though. This is one of the big six. Okay. And then Ukraine needs $411 billion for reconstruction recovery, according to the World Bank. They're going to borrow that money. Of course they are. But listen, we, we talk about the economic systems here. Number one, because it's critically important. If you understand the dialogue that we've had on this show for, what, two and a half years now, three years now, it's of the impending firestorm event, polycrisis, whatever you want to call it. We've taught, we called it the firestorm event. But this is social, cultural, financial, political destabilization. And the financial aspect is incredibly important. Now, right now, and I don't know who needs to hear this. The economy is at the point of no return. You have to realize this. The economy is past the point of, of, of no return, which means that there is no saving the economy. So if you're sitting out there with money in a 401k and you still got a decent amount and you're like close to retirement or, or whatever it might be, I want you to hardly consider, the very hardly consider doing something with that money, pulling that money out and maybe taking the tax burden or, or taking a loan out from that money. And as always, I'm going to put it up there, but get gold today, Dr. Kirk Elliott. You can call them and be like, hey, I got a 401k. What should I do? And see what they tell you, okay? Um, and sometimes it's, you know, to take, you know, take it out of your 401k. Take it out of your 401k. Take a loan out of your 401k or do an early deposit. I don't know. But get it into a diversified platform of assets. Not just, not just gold and silver. I would do a diversified platform of assets. Yeah. I would go out there and I would look at land. I would go out there. I would, I would get what you need. Because we are at the point of no return. This economy is not going to recover from this. We might have good days, but we're going to have a lot more bad days. And the economy, economy might rebound and you might have a, a good green session coming up the next year or so like that. But at the end of the day, what's going to happen is this thing's going to collapse very, very soon. And when it collapses, the American taxpayer is going to be fitted with the bill. If you remember 2008, how you had 80-year-old men going back to work. Yeah. Because their retirements were gone. 
Why were the retirements gone? Because of what Wall Street did, because of what banks did. And Barack Obama gave them trillions of dollars, including banks across the ocean, Bank of Japan, the Bank of England, gave them trillions of dollars to bail them out. And the American taxpayer got absolute jack shit. And so, you know what? You cannot trust your government. Janet Yellen just said two weeks ago, yeah, we bailed out those banks specifically because those banks right there were critical to the U.S. economy. But we're not going to do it for the reg regular little small banks if they go under. So what you need to do is make sure that everybody in your town is going to the same bank and keeping their money in that bank. And then that bank has came back and said, don't worry, our investments are good. Here's our transparency. This is what they look like. Okay, well, I'll keep my money there. Because if the whole bond market collapses, if all these big banks collapse, and your bank is in an okay position where it has, let's say it's got CDs out there, it's got home loans or personal loans, and this is how it brings in money, and it has cash on hand, you don't have to worry. Your, your bank is going to be good. But the rest of the economy, the rest of the people, the, the financial plans that you have out there, they're going to get creamed. Because this is going to be one of the largest market crashes, probably in human history. And I could even say that we're probably going to have a 10, 15, 20, 30, 40% pullback in the market. And that is substantial if you're getting ready for retirement, if you're close to retirement, if you are yeah. retired, or whatever it might be. So if you guys want to check Dr. Kirk Elliott out, getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com. You can go ahead and call them as well, 720 605 Three nine zero zero. You can go onto that page that you're finding right now, and there's a form at the bottom. Just fill out that form, and they'll give you a call. Or you can give them a call right now. You can leave them a voicemail. Give them a call tomorrow. Just let them know that Vince and I sent you. And uh, man, I'm just—it's it, a scary time to be alive economically, man. And many people, oh, yeah. are wondering, how do we survive this when the whole system is is shit? And I feel you. And gold and silver is the the one thing that's going to do that for you. Yeah. The last thing I want is to be reliant on the government or something like that if something happens, man. Well, that's what the government wants. They want the, they want you reliant on them. Let's listen to this. John Senator John Kennedy, isn't it a fact that the president proposed budget proposes four point seven trillion in new taxes? It does propose significant additions to taxes, yes. Four point seven trillion. Yes, something that let's listen to this. The president's proposed budget proposes four point seven trillion dollars in new taxes. It does. It does propose significant additional taxes. Yes. Four point seven trillion. Something like that. Yes. Something like that. Yes. Does anybody remember Joe Biden passing a, a tax bill for four point seven trillion dollars? Remember, he said uh, it's not going to affect the people who make under three hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Well, yeah, it actually is. It's going to affect you massively. I feel the train are coming. It's coming down the road. And, and you know what, guys? This is only going to keep on happening. They're going to tax. You know what? This is what they're going to do. They're going to tax us into oblivion. Okay? They're just going to keep on raising taxes. We're not raising taxes on you. Ha, 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 ha. And you're paying more and more taxes until we have socialism. Until they're taking 80%. Well, listen, guys, the only way that we're going to save the economy is by taxing you more. And that's when we go, now, nah, we're done. It's over. No more. And, you know, you can, 
you can poke the bear for only so long before that bear gets up and rips the shit out of you. And we are getting really close to the bears ripping the shit out of these people. Uh, the CEO of TikTok today, let's listen to this. The TikTok user, now there's still some work to do. We have legacy US data sitting in our servers in Virginia and in Singapore. We're deleting those and we expect that to be complete this year. When that is done, all protected US data will be under the protection of US law and under the control of the US-led security team. This eliminates the concern that some of you have shared with me that TikTok user data can be subject to Chinese law. This goes further, by the way, than what any other company in our industry have done. We will also provide unprecedented transparency and security for the source code for the TikTok app and recommendation engine. Third-party validators like Oracle and others will review and validate our source code. Now this, and, and you know what? I give a props to the CEO of TikTok for actually getting it out there and telling them exactly what's going on. Now he didn't say it specifically, but I want people to re to understand because I've seen so many conservatives that are hammering this TikTok. We need to get rid of TikTok. Ban TikTok. Yeah. Vince, do you know how many Americans? American small businesses are using TikTok and thriving. Oh, millions, 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 millions of American solo entrepreneurs and businesses are using TikTok and thriving. Taking away TikTok is a, an attack on small business. Hmm. Okay. Now people are like you just like TikTok, Josh, I do. I do like TikTok because if you are able to go in there, turn off your advertising ID and do the few settings configurations and have the algorithm actually arrange itself towards your likes and interests, it's an incredibly great tool. But we have to understand where this attack on TikTok actually came from. See, hmm. the attack on TikTok is not coming from the U.S. federal government's concerns of China spying on TikTok data. Remember, they made those changes during the Trump administration. Okay, here's the thing. Last year, $48 billion worth of advertising revenue was lost by Google, Instagram, and Facebook to TikTok. Why? Because TikTok is kicking their ass in the sense of algorithm. Why? Because they, they are an updated social media network that has given the people exactly what they want. And Facebook is antiquated and Google, everybody hates. And so they lost 46 billion reasons is why you're seeing this attack on TikTok. Because what did they do? They went out there and they hired lobbyists to lobby politicians on state levels and on the federal level to ban TikTok because it's dangerous. TikTok does the same exact thing. As Google, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, and, and I see Shasta. She says it's owned by China. Nothing chi uh, China should be here. Get rid of Google and Facebook. Um, well, Shasta, uh, unfortunately, the closure wary. The majority of the items in your house were all made in China. I understand what you're saying is that yeah, they're a Chinese company. There's tons yeah. of Chinese companies out there that are good companies. Oh, yeah. Look, sure. I have nothing. I have nothing against Chinese businesses trying to make it in a capitalistic world. Okay. Is the Chinese government spying on us and, and, and changing the algorithm to social engineer kids? Probably. Wouldn't you if you were them? That shit needs to stop. Maybe. The thing is, they're getting a hard time, not just from the public and people thinking, you know, everything China does is terrible. 
which China's done a lot of terrible things. And yes, they're not our friend necessarily. And I think at the end of the day, they will destroy us if they could. Um, but same thing with Russia. But I will say this, e even that CEO got a hard time pushback from what he was saying. And they said, well, you have access to, you have access to all that data right now, don't you? He said, yes, but we're going to get rid of it. And he kept getting interrupted. Nope, but you have the access to that data right now. Chinese engineers have access to that data and basically really pushing back on something that sounds good from coming from TikTok that they want to get rid of all this data, delete it. That's in Singapore and the US that they have access to and also release their, uh, how, how their um, algorithms function, which doesn't so, that pretty much solve the problem that we does. have with TikTok. But also this is that people are like, well, you know, the CCP are in our friends and, and, and that, that information goes to CCP, right? Guess what? When Facebook and Google and Instagram and Twitter all become that high priority again and you're sharing your information with them, they're just bundling your information up and selling it to the CCP. Or the highest. No freaking different. Wants, whoever wants to give them money, they'll sell it to. Every internet freaking social media giant out there, <laughs> big tech giant, takes yeah, your data, bundles it up, and sells it. To intelligence agencies, countries, as marketing packages, they sell to the CCP, they sell to Russia, they sell to Brazil, they sell to Mexico. They don't give a shit about your data or data privacy. They only care that they lost $40 billion of revenue last year, and they want that money back. That's yeah. the only reason this attack's coming on TikTok. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Why are we... So, with the, the, the Senate hearings and the congressional hearings right now, here's my problem. If you're going to call out TikTok, you need to call them out loud. If you're going to sit yeah. there and say that we need to protect consumer data, we need to protect American citizens' data, then come out there and pass a fucking law that says that an American citizen owns their data on the internet. If yeah. they go to a website and that information is stored in a cookie and metadata, if it's put on a social media platform as personal information on a social media post and it's out there in the public, that person owns that fucking data. And what you do is you sync up every tweet that that person makes onto a blockchain and that blockchain tag goes directly under that one person's account and is it is monitored wherever it is utilized, wherever it's shared, and whoever it's sold hmm. to. And that person, that would work. 50 to 60% of all profits derived from that information. The system yeah. already exists. It can happen right now. And you don't see one fucking member in Congress doing any solution orientation like that specifically. And here's no. the thing is it's one system, one blockchain that somebody can go out there and create. It's really easy. They upload it into their systems. And basically what happens is when you create a profile, you link all your profiles together, it goes onto the blockchain, and any post you link automatically gets created as a subdomain directly under your crypto profile on the blockchain. Every post gets created as a transaction on the blockchain. And if someone takes that post and is using it on the internet, that little identifier goes with it. So if China's taken it and it's sold to China for money, then you're going to get a portion of that and it's going to be paid out. We have that mm -hmm. technology already. So you know what? Yeah, the fact that Congress is out there doing this. Oh, TikTok, you're so bad. Fuck yeah. you. You're Fuck absolutely you. right. For, it for decades, Google, Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, I don't give a fuck who they are, Amazon, Microsoft, they've been stealing our data, fucking exploiting the shit out of American citizens, social engineering every fucking person on this planet, and not one person in Congress has uttered a fucking peep. But you want to have lobbyists come in there with billions of dollars from big tech and pump it into their campaigns, and all of a sudden it's a fucking problem. This is the problem with Washington, D.C., and I'm sick and fucking tired of it. And these congressmen, the establishment, all of them need to go. They would be scared if I sat up in there and fucking testified in front of them because these people would be fucking held accountable. Okay, why are we not talking to Google? Why are we talking to Facebook? Why why isn't Instagram here? What about the shit that we've been complaining about for decades of them selling our data, the foreign intelligence agencies, selling our data, the foreign government, selling our data, the foreign companies who are then targeting us directly on their platforms through social media? Yeah, half of politicians wouldn't even understand what you're saying. And I want to go back to your point here because uh, Bader kind of points out a valid point. And I want to take this back to what you said. Bader said that, I believe you were the first people to highlight what the DOD put out saying, uh, t- telling their employees not or their service people not to use TikTok. And this goes back. It's about money. And I agree with that 100%. This isn't a TikTok problem. This isn't every app problem. Remember when that tracking app came out that tracks your steps and it's like uses GPS and they under- uncovered all these under- underground military bases? All of these apps track your data, okay? Anybody who has that data has that data. And it's most of these apps if not all of them, even if it doesn't, even if it's not required to use that game or that app, they're collecting data on you and you can read their terms of service and see. Um, it's not a TikTok problem. It's an everything problem. It is an everything problem. Absolutely. And it's a scam how they put it out there, dude. It's it's ridiculous. You know, and it's funny. You If you sat in front of all the politicians, half of them wouldn't even understand what you're saying. I swear to that. They understand under the table handshakes and dollar signs. They don't understand blockchains Mm -hmm. and uh, common sense. And by the way, for people saying that I don't understand the situation, TikTok is owned by the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese Communist Party owns a certain portion of every business in China. Okay. But they also own businesses all throughout the world. Okay. Now, who's one of the largest majority shareholders and who's one of the largest investment companies in BlackRock? Anybody? China, CCP. But guess what? Guess who one of the largest shareholders in Google is? BlackRock. One of the, guess who one of the largest shareholders in, in, in uh, <laughs> Facebook is? BlackRock. China owns them too. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Is it doesn't matter that China owns it. They're getting your fucking data either way. It, do people understand this? They're getting your data one way or another. They don't need to sit there and steal it from TikTok servers. And Donald Trump already squashed this, if you remember, and telling them that they needed to move all their servers stateside and they had so many years to do this. And this is exactly what they've been doing. But I mean, I'm not going to argue with people on this. But what I will tell you, um, yes, China does let their children use TikTok. That That is a blatant lie. That comes from the right media who don't know what they're talking about. They They, limit the usage. They try to. Well, parents limit the usage of social media uh, for their children all throughout the country, except for, I guess, in the United States. But yes, they have TikTok in China. They have WeChat in China. They have tons of different apps in China. Okay. Now, many people have said that the algorithm in China is different. No, it's not. The feeded content is different into the algorithm. In China, the content that's fed into TikTok for children who are utilizing it 
is like um, science, technology. It, it's it's engineering. It's things that are going to grow them educationally. Things that are fed into the content stream of the United States of America are like rapper gangbangs and and just bullshit stuff, video games, all this stuff. Why is that? That's because the majority of the content creators in the United States don't create good content. They're creating absolute garbage content. The algorithm's just doing what the algorithm's doing. Guys, I, I, I live with this every day. I worked in this industry for an incredibly long time, okay? I understand specifically how these fucking algorithms work. And if, if China was in there, like, pumping, you know, dangerous information into the U.S. content pool, you would see it. You would know it because it would be completely crap. Uh, if you remember a few years ago, YouTube had some very crazy videos. They were like silent videos that were coming out and they were these peep, these adults dressed up as superheroes and stuff like that. And they would yeah. do like they're in bedrooms or they're on couches yeah, and they I would like wrestle something. with the kids and stuff like this. Wow. This was grooming. This was pedophilic grooming that was all throughout Google owned YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I caught my daughter watching one. I'm like, no, 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 no. And we got rid of that because they were targeting kids specifically. You know where that was coming from? The U.S.? Netherlands. Oh, really? Europe. Oh. It was coming from Europe. It was coming from the U.S. It was coming from Canada. It wasn't coming from China. Okay? And I'm not defending China. China's not a good guy. Okay? China is not a good country. They don't treat their people right. But in the sense of an app, here's the thing. is who the fuck are we to say we are a free country if we're banning an app? Something that allows people to express free speech and allows people to grow businesses and generate revenue to feed their family. Who are we? You know what? This is what I've talked about before in the sense and level of extremism is that as this, this revolution progresses, people on the left and people on the right are going to get more and more extreme. And to what you're going to see is they're going to move more towards totalitarianism. They're going to move more towards communism. Right now, Anybody on the right that's saying, this should be banned, burn that book, fuck you. That's what I have to say. How about this? Don't burn that book, but it doesn't belong in school. That's what you should be saying. Don't burn that book, but it belongs in a school. It doesn't belong in a school. No, that book should not be in a school. No, that's not appropriate for children. But to say to burn a book? Listen, you know, this isn't 1934 Reichstag, Nazi Germany. To say... Ban that app from the United States. It's dangerous. That's what the free markets are about. Who are we? If it's if it's TikTok, what's next? Social red pill? What's, ne what's next after that? Do you understand that the precedence that this sets is totalitarian in nature? And the fact that Congress... Congress and Senate. Whoop, we lost Vince. That Congress and Senate are both aligning with this. Let's ban it. Let's get rid of it. They're telling you that you they don't have faith in your act of judgment and in your discernment. That's not the power that they have over you and me. We should be able to go out there and do anything we wish well within our constitutional rights. 
And if that means that I want to go out there and I want to watch a few videos on TikTok, well, damn well, I can go watch a few videos on TikTok and I shouldn't have to use a VPN to access it. That's what I'm saying. Is you know what? You might not like TikTok. Great. Don't use it. It's that simple. Well, my kids shouldn't use it. Well, then have your kids not use it. It's that simple. Well, my kids are addicted to it. Well, whose fucking fault is that? It's not TikTok's fault. Well, they, they put this special pixie dust in it. It makes it addictive. They have a great algorithm. That's exactly what their algorithm's purpose is doing. It's called micro-emotional stimulants. It's meant to stimulate the various types of neurotransmitters in your brain to make you addicted to the content. So you go out there and you take that phone away, you take that computer away, and you tell your kid, hey, look, go to the parental settings and say, hey, this app can only be on for one hour a day. Done. That's it. As a parent, be a fucking parent. Congress going out there and trying to ban shit, the, the right going out there and trying to burn books, this isn't being a parent. This is trying to, to, to reduce the situation by eliminating what they perceive to be the problem. Okay? Nobody learns from that. The only thing that comes from that is more elimination of perceived problems. And more totalitarianism, honestly. Now, Shasta says porn has, Pornhub has child rape and snuff films on it. Um, I've never seen, I don't know, maybe they do. I've never seen one iota of evidence of that, right? I mean, not saying that I watch tons of porn or anything like that, but here's the thing. Have you seen it? Have you, have you found it for yourself and actually seen it? Or is this what just someone else has said? And, and I love all of you guys. But this goes back to never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it. There's a lot of people out there right now saying stuff on podcasts and on radio shows and all these types of things, right? And here's the thing. If it's true, well, then shit, we need to do something about that because there's certain things that should be banned and certain things that should be burned down, like child porn and stuff videos and all yeah, this child stuff. trafficking yeah. and abuse but here's the thing is yeah. there's a market for it and that people always have that out on the dark net and you know what there's laws against it and i agree with those laws against it but if there's something that can be controlled by the parent like access to tiktok yeah i think we have a personal responsibility we need to take ourselves and not just hand that power over to a government to, because it makes it easy and they'll get the job done or whatever the reason might be. Because like you said, who's next? What does that lead to? You know, I don't, I think that the, they already have too much, their hands in too many of the pies anyway. Yeah. Let's listen to what he's got to say here. It's just going to spin, right? TikTok is uh, cutting me off. <laughs> China. China. We don't like you, Josh. You speak too much truth. <laughs> Do any ByteDance employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to user, U.S. user data? Today, all um, U.S. user data is stored by default in the Oracle Cloud infrastructure, question, and access question, to that is controlled is, do any by American ByteDance personnel. employees in China, including engineers, currently have access to U.S. data? Uh, Congressman, uh, I would appreciate this. This is a complex uh, topic. Today, all data yes, is stored yes, by no, default. It's not that complex. 
Yes or no, do they have access to user data? We have, after Project Texas is done, the answer is no. Today, there is still yeah, so some data that we need yes, to delete. But we've heard already from the ranking. And see, that happened under Donald Trump's administration. It's all held on an American company's cloud. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Josh, go home. What the fuck are you guys talking about? She's doing a Chinese accent. Oh, geez. Uh, you know, I, anyways. Uh, DEA has warned. And sorry, I will change this topic because I know that. Oh, asshole alert. Okay, gotcha. Where? I don't know. Someone said asshole alert. I don't know. You know, it's an important topic, and I'll be interested to see what the narrative is in a week or two or three, because this is going to come back up. But hold on, hold on. I want I want to touch on this real quick. Bayonet says here, Josh, my kid is six foot two inches tall. You tell him to quit TikTok. <laughs> you know what I have to say to that, Bayonet? If your kid's six foot two, he's not a kid. <laughs> I don't care how old he is. That's a that's a man. <laughs> that's funny. I was about to go. I was. I didn't understand what she was saying. Um, but listen, <laughs> I understand the situation at, at a very high level in the sense of information technology, information data security, hmm. these IDS systems, all this stuff. Okay. At the end of the day, if you want freedom, you have to agree for the freedoms that you dislike in other people. Freedom's freedom. Freedom is freedom and that's the key if you want freedom if you truly want freedom you have to be okay with people that use that freedom for shit you don't like period and see that's yeah. where the left and the right i think are fucking a little wackadoodle no ban it get rid of it <laughs> yeah they both want freedom to do things their way which isn't yep. freedom what a what a thought right and, and and i know someone else out there was saying that uh you know tiktok has um uh the ability to take control of your phones mm -hmm. um so does google facebook all of them it, all it's apps. in all of them they not only that is they have what's called as sequential app metadata do you know what that is sequential map metadata i would assume it's data that goes from app to app to app that's right so basically it doesn't matter what app. Most apps have this this uh, this algorithm in there. It's kind of let's like cookies, say it's Twitter. I guess Twitter goes out to all the apps that you are currently using. It pulls in all the metadata and cookies from those mm -hmm. apps of the content you've taken in, and it feeds that into its algorithm. Not only does it go into the apps, it goes into your photos when you give it access. It goes into your text messages when you give it access. It goes into your contacts. It, it goes into your phone pings to find out who you've been in connection with. It goes out and, and finds all the people that you've been around. It, it mm -hmm. monitors the conversations that you've had yeah. with them. And yes. then it arranges content for you and them specifically in the aspect of that, that, that conversation. Dude. They know everything about you. But this here's is the thing why is you reject those permissions. This is why the other day, dude, I'm talking about cat toys and I'm like, I want like a realistic bird cat toy for Kevin. This is like a day or two ago today, this afternoon, having lunch, I'm on Twitter and an ad for a real bird cat toy comes up on my phone. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you're talking about. 
You ready for this one? Mm -hmm. I was talking the other day um, in the car, okay? And I had mentioned something. Um, what was it? Oh, I want to get a, um, a sauna. I want to get an infrared sauna, right? Infrared? Yeah, the infrared wow. sauna. Okay. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're just the red light saunas. Fancy. And uh, we were talking about it in the car. And phones are down, right? We're just driving. And uh, 15 minutes later, the conversation totally changed. My phone goes, bing. And I open up my email. Interested in an infrared sauna? Now on sale, 20% off. Oh, my gosh. No idea where the email came from. Yeah. Yeah. That's how sophisticated this shit is. It's not the apps. Oh, that's the phone. But here's the thing is if we're going to move into this highly technologicalized digital world, okay, there has to be a system set in place to where you control your own data, period, period, period. And I'm telling you, I like Jeff and I, back in 2012, I developed the whole wire diagramming of the flow of how this would actually work on a blockchain. And I'm telling you, if if companies were were told by law that they have to integrate into this one specific data blockchain, and what it does is that I go out there and I have a Gmail account, and I log into that Gmail account, and that Gmail account's mine, and I log into it, well, okay? yeah, and I can link that up to a, let's say, a crypto wallet that's on a specific blockchain. It'd have to be a smart contract blockchain, okay? From that point... All data that I interact with from that device that has that certificate or from that email account, okay, that I go out there. So if it's my Twitter account, my Facebook account. It'll all be tied together. Okay. Any tweet that I do, if someone retweets that and then someone takes a screenshot of that, those devices hold that metadata of my tag, my blockchain tag, and it follows that piece of information around everywhere it goes. So if the Chinese Communist Party's taking it, I can go onto the blockchain. I can go, look, oh, this was downloaded by the CIA. This is downloaded by the FBI. This was downloaded by the the um, the CCP, right? Yeah. And if they purchased it, guess what? I can request payment. The second thing I can do is I can reject access to them. Now think about that. If you had yeah. that level of control over your data, this world would be a different place. Which we do. Kind of. Not, um, not exactly right now. Well, not exactly, but personal information that is publicly out there, you can request it to be taken down. Um, you can request. doesn't mean that that fucking comply. Uh, I've had no problems so far. Huh? All right, guys. So we have something going on called Battle of the Streams, and I know I probably pissed some people off tonight, but that's okay. Uh, we have the Battle of the Streams going on. This is where you can help support the Red Pill Project, everything we do. Uh, Lolo1976 is celebrating a five-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Lolo. Uh, Darlin Mel gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Darlin Mel. Fig gifted a cookie. Yo-ho, who won last night? Cookie fight fuckers. Uh, last night, I believe, was D-Live. D-Live's been killing it. Uh, oh, no, actually, nobody. I think it was pilled because they had the two ships. Uh, thank you so much, Fig. Uh, Slumdog gifted a can. Fuck the Democrats. Thank you so much, Slumdog. And Fig. Uh, Georgia Vixen celebrated a one-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Georgia Vixen. Yay. Uh, donated one ice cream. Thank you so much. Yay. Enlightened Science, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Shannon1313 uh, gifted 10 lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon1313. Racing Ray 42 gifted a can. Thank you so much, Racing Ray. Bayonet, one ice cream. The cat. 
25 for lemon annie bean one ice cream thank you so much bayonet the cat 25 and annie bean bayonet one more lemon grismo seven three lemons grandma revolt grandma five revolt one ice cream thank you so much bayonet grismo seven and grandma five revolt fig gifted a cookie could you see bricks honoring the dollar not just pennies on it it's not the civilians. Nope, I cannot. But thank you so much for that gift there, Fig. Bayonet, one ice cream. Bayonet, one lemon. Boyd, five, five, six, one ice cream. Bayonet and Boyd, thank you so much. Shasta, seven, seven, one lemon. Thank you so much, Shasta. Slumdog gifted the can. Vince, no one here has jewelry for sale at the yard sale. Man, bad info. <laughs> thank you so much, Slumdog. Grits X, Two ice cream. Slumdog gifted a cookie. Your data is in the cookie. Stuck Patriot. $5 on Rumble. Freedom <laughs> is freedom. Apps are your choice to use. All tools are dualistic in nature. Can be used for good and evil. Discern for yourself. Absolutely Stuck Patriot. Thank you so much for that. Slumdog and Grits. Thank you guys so much. Uh, tons of donations pouring in tonight. Steps to Nowhere. One Lemon. Dean the Bean. 911. One Diamond. Grits X. Grits. Two ice cream. Thank you so much. Steps to Nowhere. Dean the Bean. And X Grit Shannon thirteen thirteen three ice creams hillbilly Jackill three lemons uptown three six nine eight lemons thank you so much Shannon hillbilly and uptown bayonet five lemons thank you so much bayonet I don't recall twenty two one lemon woke as fuck uh, Georgia Vixen one ice cream thank you so much I don't recall and Georgia Vixen yay three lemons Grandma Revolt five two lemons jeez. You guys just kept them coming. Thank you so much, guys, for all these. Vader three six nine a cookie thirteen times. Thank you so much, yay, Grandma and Vader. Um, 13 times or two. And with that in mind, I'm going to go to Pilled. And I got to go to Pilled and I got to release the scratching because it is Thursday. Thursday. There's Ooh. the scratching being released right there. And then I need to go into D Live and I'm going <laughs> to release the chest for everybody. Lolo said you sound like an auctioneer when you're doing that. Well, there's a lot of them. I didn't realize there's so many came in today. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. And we're going to go in here and go like this and distribute rewards. All right. There you go. DLive awards, awards are being distributed. And as a reminder, guys, we do have a give, send, go campaign going up there. If you see that little QR code in the, the, the right-hand corner of the screen, left-hand corner of the screen, that's our give, send, go campaign. All you have to do is just click on that and it'll take you to give, send, go. Uh, but we're going to follow up on the news right now. Not a lot of news going on in the news circuit today, but there's enough to keep us busy. And uh, how about this one? DEA warned zombie drug hitting U.S. streets set to worsen overdose crisis. Xylazine is making its deadliest drug threat our country has ever faced. Fentanyl is even deadlier. DEA Administrator Ann Milgram wrote on an alert on Monday. The alert continued. DEA, DEA has seized xylazine. Um, and fentanyl mixtures in 48 of the 50 states. The DEA laboratory system is reporting that in 2022, approximately 23% of fentanyl powder and 7% of fentanyl pills seized by the DEA contained xylazine. What the hell is xylazine, Vince? I think it's some kind of sedative that mm. is... Yeah, when combined xylazine, a veterinarian tranquilizer, also commonly known as trank, and fentanyl make drug overdoses even deadlier because the opioid overdose antidote, um, Narcan, also don't, uh, won't reverse its effects. Oh According to U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 100,000 Americans died from drug overdoses between August 2021 and August 2022. And uh, this is by design, guys. Listen, they, they were talking about putting uh, Narcan... Um, in public places and giving it out to heroin addicts, and all of a sudden you see xylazine being added to it. This is to kill American people. 
100%. It rots your skin off. That's right. My God. Yep. Officer Jason Rivera was murdered in the streets of Harlem at his fu- Harlem his, at his funeral. His widow called out D.A. Elvin Bragg and blasted him. Apparently, this guy has let tons of murderers off. All right, you guys ready for the math of trans kids? Do you know what the mm-hmm. math is of whether you, whether or not you have a trans kid? I I watched this earlier. Yeah, one in three thousand, something well, like that. Let Jordan Peterson say, buddy. Let Let's go in here. Let's check it out. Far enough yet. So here, we'll do a little bit of arithmetic. So a while back, Disney executive ma- mentioned on video, this is when Florida went after Disney, was all when this was happening. She came out and said, I think she was head of domestic programming for Disney. She said, well, I have two children, five and seven. One is trans and the other is pansexual. And I just thought mathematically right away, it's like the chance you have a trans kid is one in 3,000. That's not a very high chance. And let's say the chance that you have a pansexual kid is the same, whatever pansexual means. I don't even know how to calculate those odds. But whatever that is, is rarer than trans, because no one ever even heard about it until five years ago. So the joint probability that you have a trans kid and a pansexual kid is one in nine million. The odds that you're a pathological narcissist sacrificing your own children to the glorification of your compassion is 8,999,999 to 1. So like, do you have a trans kid and a pansexual kid? Or are you a devouring mother? Well, you can look at the odds and decide for yourself. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spot on, Jordan Peterson. And that's what people really need to understand is that this is psychological conditioning and illness done by these parents on their children. Yeah. yeah I was and I was going to get a bit. Oh, 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 it's probably for some reason that happens when we're sharing screen. I just wanted to comment on what you said that it's the parents. And I think that is largely true. Even if it's an outside influence, usually a parent is responsible for where your children are and who they're with. So in that regard, yeah, yeah I think it was influencing your children. Yeah. That's all. And more on this. Here's something you're likely unaware of in 1960s botched circumcision, circum- circumcision on one of two twins, Dr. Moni, uh, transitioned one and documented it as a total success in much of the medical and psychological literature. 13 years old, suicide, um, and goes back to being a boy. Suicidal and goes back to being a boy. He, uh, he had reconstructive surgery, lived as a man and married. Suicide in the 30s, same with brother. Total and complete failure, but documentation informed the medical establishment as positive. Follow the science. Horrible. And then right here, we get trans flight attendant dead from a suicide after being featured in the United Airlines ad. That's sad. It's incredibly sad. Yeah, I don't want to listen to... Yeah, I'm not... I, I've met Charlie Kirk. Not a really big fan of him. I think he's spot on with all of this stuff, but just not a big fan. Sorry. So Scott, 25, gained notoriety after being featured in the 2020 Transgender Day of Visibility ad campaign for United Airlines, wherein he shared the story of his transition. Uh, As I take my final breaths and exit this living earth, Scott wrote on Instagram, I would like to apologize to everyone I let down. I'm so sorry I could not be better. 
To those that I love, I am sorry I could not be stronger. To those that gave me their everything, I am sorry my effort was not reciprocated. Please understand that me leaving is not a reflection of you, but the result of my own inability to turn myself for the better, Scott added, mentioning a number of friends and telling them, I am so sorry. Please remember for the good memories we've had and shared and never for my downfall. I will see you all again on the other side. Shortly after the post was sent, Scott's sister commented, confirming that she had, in fact, passed away. Scott's mother wrote, so passed away, did did they commit suicide or did they have like an assisted death? My understanding is, is that what they say? No, there's not really commenting too much on it weird i don't know um the main takeaway though is that suicide amongst the this community if you want to call it that the people that want to change genders is very prevalent from the first case that i know of the one in the 60s that you're talking about well and you gotta wonder why is the suicide so they, they would say that the suicide is high suicide rate is high because they're not accepted by society no. that they're rejects it, it, the suicide rate is high is high because they are literally mentally ill within their own whoop, mentally ill within their own head and, and psychologically chemically unbalanced. They're putting yeah. hormones into their bodies that are completely screwing themselves up. I believe that's true. Yes. They're not accepting themselves. It's not society, not accepting them. Yeah. I wish the best for all these people, you know, it's sad to hear. I'm like, well, that boy deserves to live in a good, happy life. Uh, it's unfortunate. This is, so this all happens. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. Deceased Seattle gunman who shot sheriff's deputy identified as a trans DSA leader, Democrat Socialist of America leader, uh, who signed the letter during the 2020 BLM Antifa riots that rocked Seattle, calling for then-Mayor Jenny Durkin to resign because she didn't support the riots enough. <laughs> Dude, like, these people are asking for a war that they can't win. Uh, far left Australian Senator Lydia Thwart makes a complete ass of herself by trying to shut down the Let Women Speak event in Karabia. Let's let's watch this real quick. The Daily Mail in the United Kingdom is the polar opposite. They know what biological sex is you and they celebrate women you like myself. Sounds like some real freedom there telling a person they're not allowed to be somewhere. That's what the left believe is you don't have the right to be somewhere because they don't want you there. Our story on the Chinese nationals that are being apprehended in this sector. Uh, actually, right behind us, we have five Chinese nationals, all men. 91% of the Chinese nationals being apprehended in this sector are uh, single adults. So uh, we're working on a story and it's pretty alarming. I've been covering the border the last couple of years, but it's really alarming to see the amount of Chinese nationals that we're seeing here uh, in this sector. Um, 
what we're, what we're witnessing right now is we're witnessing the in real time the language barrier that Border Patrol is facing uh, when they apprehend these Chinese nationals. They obviously don't speak English. They don't speak Spanish. So this is the tough part is translating, getting that information. This is going to extend the processing time. They have to call in more resources uh, for this. But stay tuned for a full story on what's happening in this sector. Why is the Chinese sending Chinese migrants to the southern border? I'm not sure, I'm not on, sure this on this yet. one yet. A war is coming, buddy. A war is coming. Finally, World Athletics votes to ban transgender women, biological men from competing against females in international athletic events. Yay. About frigging time. That's a win. Yes, How long yes. will it stay, right? This is what happened when Antifa tried to riot in my city. Let's watch this. Motherfucker got his chainsaw out. <laughs> oh, gangsta. So, uh, House Democrats protect Biden's first veto block GOP override attempt. And so, the ESG bill that Biden vetoed has been shut down by the Democrats. Because Democrats want, they want ESG. Of unlawful this. drugs. Um, you can get between five to 10 years for that. Is that correct? Is that my understanding? No, I, be I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, what is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Uh, why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Okay. Who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book, that he used drugs, he had a uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. State your point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, sir, he's got, his, he's got his five minutes. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> I, I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want, because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now, and everybody's talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are, uh, that are going. Mr. Tiffany, spot on right. And uh, so the ATF line to their federal background check is illegal. 15 years in jail if you do that. Well, then why is Hunter Biden not in prison? Because he actually has weapon charges on him. Hmm. Good question. Revolution. This pretty much sums up the Democrat Party. Let's watch this one. Join the revolution. I'm Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I pledge allegiance to the drag. What in the absolute fuck was that? I pledge allegiance to the drag. Dude, this drag stuff. Look, listen. You don't need to ban drag shows. Drag shows can drag people, have fun, do your cross-dressing, all that. I don't care. Keep it out of my schools and away from the children. Yeah, I don't know what happened to doing that at night in 18 or 21 plus year uh, 
yeah. establishments. All of a sudden, it's drag time story hour and all that bullshit, which is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and AOC, I like how she gets a Latina accent and then she pledges allegiance to the drag, shitting on America, and uh, pledging to this craziness. People, man. It's There's a revolution ridiculous. coming. That's all I have to say. And people... Uh, I don't know. Is that my internet or yours? But people have to get ready to stand up because it's, it truly is coming. Uh, Carrie Lake, Arizona Supreme Court rules in favor of Carrie Lake forces lower court to look at signature verification issues. Uh, she had seven complaints. Six of them got thrown out. So not necessarily that great for Carrie Lake. Uh, but the lower courts have to appeal to the signature verification, which is good. And hopefully we can get some uh, leeway on that with Carrie Lake. Uh, Air Force confirms two more Republican candidates whose records were improperly accessed. A total of seven Republicans had military records accessed in this last election. Uh, Air Force made the admission in a letter to the House Armed Services Committee Chair Mike Rogers um, and Oversight Chair uh, James Comer. In addition to the five Republicans already known to have been affected by the breach, the Air Force confirmed that the date of the GOP candidates, J.R. Majewski, our buddy, and Robert Eli Bremer were also accessed. This brings the total number of compromised up to seven. The Department of Defense failed to protect the private information of our service members, Roger said in a response to the Air Force letter. To publicly rectify this unmistakable mistake, unacceptable mistake, we hope DOD would provide full transparency in the response. Unfortunately, the full transparency is not what we received. So, absolutely bullshit. And if you know what happened to J.R. Majewski, is that uh, the other political candidate that he was running against... Um, put out some bullshit information about him saying that he never served in a combat zone in actual Afghanistan. When in actuality, that stuff would have never have been documented on his service record because he was part of an air crew that was out of Qatar, Qatar, uh, Qatar, out of Qatar going into Afghanistan and he was there every day. And sometimes when he was there, they would stay back. They would, they would stay on the base there in Afghanistan, which puts him in that zone. Um, and if he, he was actually awarded a medal for it, uh, the uh, expeditionary medal. So I've talked to JR at length with this, nothing wrong with the service record. This person just didn't understand how military operates and said some very defaming things to, about him to the news oh, yeah. media and the media ran with it. They accused him of being stealing valor essentially. Yeah. They accused him of stolen valor. Yeah. During an election. Oh, so they have a they have an equality act that they're trying to pass. Oh God, this is going to be good. How many bills are they going to try to pass? Let's listen to this. No sound. No sound. I fucking starting to piss me off with this thing. Oh, they can hear that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It keeps on doing this to me. Like it's it's clicked. Okay. For all the progress we've made, we have a lot more work to do here at home. An extreme Supreme Court stripped away fundamental freedom that existed for half a century. We got to continue to fight to protect women's fundamental right to make decisions about her own body. I thought, and I want to, in front of all of you, thank Kamala, which I do privately, for leading the fight to protect women's reproductive health. We have to stand together on the rising tide of hateful laws targeting transgender women and girls. Wait, why only trans women, transgender women and girls? Why not transgender men and boys? What a That's why I continue to call on Congress. 
Pass the Bipartisan Equality Act. Pass it now. Happy Women's History Month. Bipartisan Equality Act. And Joe Biden saying today that he loves little babies. Loves little babies. I love little babies. I bet you do, Joe. And we're not going to have time for to go through everything. So I'm just going to pull up the important stuff here. And there is a few other things. But in France, things are getting off the hook in France. Are they not? Crazy. And my buddy happens to be a special police. And oh, yeah. He's a special forces police officer in Paris. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm working the riots. This sucks. <laughs> 17 days so far. Yep. And they're going to continue until Marcon is, Marcon is dead, done. <laughs> burning down buildings now um oh yeah they got to uh um government building i think it was i forget what it yeah. was and this was awesome i like this one check this video out right here this is quite awesome and spectacular uh and i didn't share the volume hold on a second i gotta i have to go in every single time and redo this okay Let's play this. The Morrison government's campaign to sign away Australian sovereignty to the United Nations World Health Organization, the WHO. Despite the attempt failing, WHO's power grab is ongoing. WHO is not independent. Their owners are corporate donors who contribute most of the WHO budget. WHO's current sugar daddy is Bill Gates, who has made billions out of his investment in the same vaccines that WHO promotes. Gates bought the WHO and they now recommend his products. It is that simple. The head of the WHO is Tedros Ghebreyesus, previously health minister of a terrorist organization called the Tigray People's Aid to buy power and punish his enemies. The regions of Ethiopia that Tedros starved for medical supplies suffered disastrous cholera epidemics in, 20, in 2006, 2009, 2011. Independent investigators found Tedros was, quote, fully complicit in the terrible suffering and dying that spread in East Africa. He's a killer. WHO is rotting from the head. Last week, Associated Press reported on the WHO sex crime scandal, where WHO staffers sexually exploited girls and women during the Congo's recent Ebola outbreak. Inhuman. At, at least 83 WHO staff engaged in abuse, including rape and forced abortions, with victims as young as 13. WHO refused to fire the perpetrators, using the absurd argument their, their actions didn't violate WHO's sexual exploitation practice policies because the victims were not receiving WHO aid. The raping part is okay with Tedros. This is the person who heads an organisation that many in government and academia want to elevate above the Australian Parliament. One Nation rejects the UN WHO power grab and will defend Australian sovereignty. So should you all. So, right there, it's um, clearly put. The WHO is not a real government organization, and the United States just gave up their sovereignty to a terrorist. And uh, watch the shit that's going to roll downhill from that. Gosh. It's going to be bad. <sighs> we need Trump. God, we need you now, don't we? Yeah, no doubt.
Okay. Listen, guys. That's all we have for you tonight. Don't don't forget tonight. There's also always a live Zoom on socialredpill.com. You can uh, go to socialredpill.com or click that QR code that's right there. That'll take you on over there. You can sign up. You go to the events tab. And on the events tab, you click Social Red Pill Zoom. You can join in. I'll probably join in for just a little while tonight. I got a few things I got to take care of, but I got to get to bed fairly early. So I'll join in for just a little while. Uh, don't forget Dr. Kirk Elliott. If you guys are looking to work with him right there, getgoldtoday.com, 720-605-3900. Uh, and then Social Red Pill, obviously, if you guys wanted to check that out. Uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. We're going to be back with you tomorrow night. Right now, um, the show is up in the air for what we're doing tomorrow night, but I'll let you guys know as soon as possible with what's happening. But don't forget, we also have tons of other shows. We have Morning Coffee, Dark Delight Show. I'm on DEFCON 5 tomorrow afternoon, and then Makes You Think Saturday night. Um, and I'm trying to figure out something because uh, we, we, yeah, trying to figure out something for tomorrow night. So I'll let you guys know here shortly. Much love, respect, God bless. Take care. Have a great night. See you guys later. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch the game. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.